This one's for you, the girl who so badly wants to feel confident and empowered to walk in her purpose. That girl that needs to remove the internal clutter, causing the limiting beliefs, fears, self-doubts. That girl who wants to meet her most confident self. She wants to live a soul-driven, purposeful life. This one's for you. Let's rise, babe. How to be alone and how to find your own magic in being alone. I always called myself a relationship person. I always just said, you know, I thrive in relationships. I crave relationships. I do better in relationships. And I realized that that was actually me explaining my way through being afraid of being alone and not being equipped in being alone, jumping from relationship to relationship is never something that I would have admitted that I did. And it was me avoiding actually being alone. I'm going to talk to three people during this podcast episode. So it'll kind of be like three parts, the freshly broken up, the person who is in a single season, and the person who is in more of a prolonged single season. I had this epiphany recently on one of my long drives. I realized, well, first of all, I have been single for a while. I'm in a prolonged single season. Uh, The relationship that I was in last was kind of a gray area relationship where there was no level of commitment. No, hey, will you be my girlfriend? No, this is my boyfriend kind of thing. Um, I was with somebody about a year ago for a year and a half, but I don't see that as a level of commitment, a committed boyfriend. Um, But regardless, before that, it was about two, two and a half years since I've been in a relationship where I'm like, this could be my future. This is somebody that I'm committing my life to and we're committed and we're doing this relationship thing. It's been a while for me. And so with that duration of time, I've really had time and space to think about who I am, who I am in relationships, how I differ from when I'm alone to when I'm in relationships. And I really had the opportunity to think back to when I started relationships that were serious and committed. And... I tracked back every person that I was committed to and then every person that, you know, those in-between people that you're interested in where you're texting or you're, you know, you call them before bed or, you know, those people that have the potential to be in a relationship. So I tracked back to the beginning of when I started in relationships and honestly, it was like 18. Like when I went to college, I started tracking back from my first serious boyfriend And I didn't realize, but the most time I have had in between relationships was four months, was the longest. And it was one time. It was when I left Texas and moved to St. Pete. I gave myself four months of being completely single, not talking to anybody. Before that, it was like a month here, a month there. And there was always somebody that I was either texting back and forth with or hanging out with or interested in or hoping, you know, that they would text or call me or be interested. Four months. That was like a huge epiphany. Like, whoa, Cody, like you've never actually been fully single 
not talking to anybody, just completely dependent upon yourself for more than four months. And my and I call myself independent. So it's no wonder that I'm in this season of singleness for a year, year and a half, two years, because this is probably going to be the last opportunity that I have to be fully alone, fully independent. When I do end up meeting my future husband, I'm going to be obviously with a man and then kids soon after that. And I just think, wow, okay, like this is a really great time in my life to embrace the magic of being alone. And I don't want you to miss the opportunity. Also, even if you have a significant other right now, you can fill still fill your time and space with alone time. And I do think it's important when you're in relationships to create the space for yourself. If you're not in a relationship, this is a good opportunity for you to establish those boundaries so that when you get into a relationship, you still have your you time. We all have those friends that when they get into relationships, it's all about that person. Uh, you, You don't see them as much and they're kind of glued to each other's hips and they never get alone time. And I don't find that healthy on in any way, in any realm. Um, so I think that it's important to establish that alone time and get to know yourself and your own magic before getting in a relationship. So I realized that after Texas, so if you haven't been following me for the podcast for a while, I'll just briefly share the story of I lived in Texas for two years and two and a half ish. I moved there after I graduated college. I went to the University of Idaho. So (laughs) go Vandals. Not really sure. Um, They don't win anything. I moved to Waco because the guy that I was seeing at the time was going to get his master's. He went to school at Washington State University right next to U of I, and our relationship happened very quickly. He, I had one more year at the University of Idaho, and he moved down to Texas, so we did about eight months long distance, and then I made the decision that after I graduated, I would move down to Texas to be with him. And it was one of those relationships where very early on he expressed feelings of love for me, which at this point now I'm like, okay, red flag, like don't tell me you love me within two weeks. Um, But regardless, I moved down and we lived together in Waco, Texas. I did my internship down there to finish up my undergrad at the health district and settled, settled in. I started doing network marketing and was working as a nanny and working from home and basically building this dream with this person that we decided like work hard now, hustle now, grind now so that we can reap the benefits later on so that we can build this dream dream life together. And um, basically everything that I was doing at that time was for him and I. There was never a season in my life where I was just building for my dream and my vision. It was like, okay, let's grit, grind, and hustle now so that you and I can both do these things in the future. So everything I was building was based off of this individual. So when that relationship came to a screeching halt and everything blew up, I saw blackness. I remember 
sitting in our bed. We we were renting a home at the time that was a four bedroom home with in a suburban neighborhood with the backyard and a garage and I had my two dogs and so it really it really felt like a serious long-term relationship but when I was laying there staring up at the ceiling crying and feeling devastated the feeling that I was really feeling was fear and what I saw in my mind was like blackness like I saw complete blank within my future because I had been building everything for us. So everything was totally blank. And I was so afraid. What do I do next? I'm only in the middle of BFE Waco, Texas for this person. I'm only here because of him. I've been building these things for this person. And I don't know what's next. Like what would be next? There was so much fear there. And I didn't know how to be alone. I truly didn't. And so I had decisions to make. I kind of pulled up the map on my phone of the United States. So I was like, where am I going to go? I have $2,000 to my name. I had $3,000 in credit card debt. Um, not That's not a lot of money in my bank account. And I had... I was nannying, so I had to make the decision, am I going to quit nannying? Like, this family is depending on me. And then I had network marketing, which I was making five to $900 a week with network marketing. So I was doing pretty okay. Like, I could go somewhere and not have to necessarily search out a, a job or a position. And I just, I tell that story because I remember seeing my life and feeling so alone and feeling so afraid. But yet moving home and being back with my family wasn't an option for me because I knew Washington wasn't for me. I knew that I was meant for something else. And this was, this was it. This was the opportunity. This was the literal turning point in my life where I was in a position with this person in this relationship where he was telling me, you know, I want to move to that next step and I want to start thinking about having kids and getting pregnant. And I'm like, dude, I don't even have a ring on my finger and I'm 23 years old. Like I want to travel. And I remember going on a rant about diaper bags and how much more luggage we would need <laughs> if we were to travel with kids and how he already needs two large suitcases because he brings 12 pairs of shoes everywhere we go. And I remember going on that rant and then Months later, the relationship abruptly ended um, as it should have, but I sticked in it. I stuck with it because I was so afraid of being alone because I didn't think there was any other option because I didn't want to start over. I didn't want to have to meet somebody else and re-get to know somebody else and um, basically like face myself. So with that, I'm been moved to St. Pete. I started my life completely over and um, within a few months met someone else. And I was obviously in a very um, refreshing, uh, renewing, just like a really cool season where I felt like free almost and on fire and uh, really exploring and navigating how to be alone. But at the same time, I still had wounds. I still had abandonment issues. I still had trust issues. And I then jumped into another relationship just four months 
later and that kind of shined through in that relationship, my insecurities and that person, um, a narcissist to say the least, um, manipulated it and it just was toxic all around. So when that finally ended also, it was a quick eight month relationship. I remember talking to my mom being like, I don't know what to do. Like, I remember exactly where I was. I was walking down the street, taking the dogs to the dog park. And I was like, I feel so uncomfortable. Like there's something missing. I feel this void of like, no one knows where I am or what I'm doing at any given point in the day. I have nobody to check in with. I have nobody, you know, to look forward to seeing at the end of the day. It was just such an uncomfortable void and like a weird gut angst of aloneness. And I remember thinking, I'm always going to feel like this. And she was kind of talking me through it, but as I allowed that emotion to be within me and as I, I explored it and as the weeks went by, I realized that I can get comfortable with this and that's kind of what I'm going to dive into in this, this podcast. But I share those stories and those um, emotions and kind of how I was feeling just so that you can understand that we've all been there and we've all felt those things. and. Um, those feelings are valid and I, I understand like I can really put myself back in that situation in that position and in that mindset and feel those things also so you can get from there to where I'm at it's just going to take some effort some mindset switches and some new habits and routines so that's kind of what I'm going to go into if you're fresh off of a breakup Your goal right now is new, 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 fresh, fresh, fresh. So you're already in this uncomfortable season of feeling heartbroken, devastated. Maybe there's a void. Maybe you're spending more time alone and that makes you, you know, that lonely feeling. There's no true way to describe what loneliness feels like, but all of that is new to you if you're going through a fresh breakup. So you may as well add in more new stuff. So if you're already feeling uncomfortable, add in new things that will make you uncomfortable, like going and seeing new sites by yourself. It's so weird, but something as simple as going to a local park to watch the sunset by yourself can feel uncomfortable. I remember when I first drove into Florida, I went to Key West and was going to go to the beach and I rode my uncle's bike to the beach and I could not get myself to stop and get off the bike and put my towel down on the sand and lay and sit at the beach by myself. I felt so uncomfortable because there were so many people there and I was like, everyone's going to know that I'm here by myself and I like couldn't get myself to do it. So I just like rode around and rode back to the house. Now I go to the beach by myself all the time. (laughs) It was like that initial, um, adventure of doing that and the discomfort of doing that it's like I had to continue to force myself to do those new things it's so weird that something as simple as that can be really hard to do but I found that going and watching the sunrise or the sunset or seeing new views or going and exploring new parks gives you 
an alternative perspective while practicing the art of being alone. It really opens your mind. If you were to stay home, stay in bed, stay on the couch, just do your normal routine, drive to and from work, you're not giving yourself any magic. You're not inspiring yourself in any way. So figure out how you can explore new things. You can see new sights. You can smell new things and get out there and just inspire yourself. So that was one of the biggest things that I did fresh breakup was pull myself out of bed. Actually put pants on like that can be a feat in and of itself. And I forced myself, literally forced myself. I'm so glad that I have dogs because that's probably one of the only reasons I was getting out of bed at that point. But I forced myself to go and see new things and explore new parks and do things outside of my normal routine. So along with this newness, this freshness that you have in your life, establish a new routine, morning and evening, because when you establish a routine for yourself, you're less dependent upon other people. And this is going to be for people in a single season and in a prolonged single season, as well as a fresh breakup. But new routines are going to help you wake up and automatically know what to do instead of feeling like waking up and feeling like you don't really know what to do or how to proceed or, or what. You know when you wake up and you're just like, well, what am I going to do today? If you wake up and you have that specific morning routine, you're just automatically going to get up and do it. Maybe find a new coffee shop, a new grocery store. For me, there's this one target that I had to pick a different target because that's the target he and I would go to together. And I always had this fear and anxiety of running into him. So what do you need to change in your routine? Maybe find a new coffee shop or a new favorite place to eat. Not only because of the angst and attachment that you have to those places because of that past relationship, but to bring this newness and freshness into your life. A way that I also like to do this is rearrange things. I rearrange the furniture in my apartment probably like once a month. Like my bed has been <laughs> positioned on every wall possible because I need the freshness. I need the, the space and the air to feel and look different to inspire and bring magic into my life. So if you're freshly in a breakup, just remember new, new, new. What new things can you do in this uncomfortable season that is, yes, going to make you even more uncomfortable, but bring a freshness and magic into your life? And then the last thing is notebook. Have a notebook and just write down notebook thoughts. It doesn't even have to be like, today I felt. I sometimes do bullet points. I will sometimes just brain dump. I'll brainstorm. I literally just get it all out and word vomit on paper. And that has been the biggest game changer with going through a breakup because you can incessantly think about things over and over and over and over. You can play back through your entire relationship. And oftentimes that's our mind trying not to forget. I remember um, one of my college breakups, I would replay every fun moment, every laugh, everything that we said and did with each other. And I was laying there and I was like, I really don't want to forget these things. And once I wrote them down, it's like it gave my mind permission to relax and to stop replaying everything in my head. And that way, you know, you can go back and you can read those things if 
you want to, and you can remember those things if you want to, but you're not relying on your mind to constantly be thinking about them in order to remember. Okay, this is for the second person who is in a single season. You might have been through a breakup a few months ago, six months ago, but you're Regardless, you're in a single season and you're trying to figure out the art of being alone, the magic behind being alone. You can't fully dive into being alone and be like, I love this. Like, this is awesome. I'm fully dependent upon myself. Like, it comes in stages. And the stages that I worked through were, okay, what are the habits and routines that I should form to make this exciting, to make this empowering, and to learn a new level of awareness about myself to really turn inward and do more discovery um, than just do it to like feel okay being alone. So forming new routines, the morning routine, the night routine, and then the weekend routines. So for example, on Fridays, Friday nights are like my sacred night. I give myself permission to not make any plans. I'll usually have a meal planned out that I'm either cooking or I'll Uber Eats or pick something up. And then it's my elaborate self-love, self-care, skincare night where I can either light incense and Pinterest and do vision board type of stuff or just read. Or if I'm feeling like it, I will binge watch something. I'll watch Netflix or something on TV. But it's regardless, my night for me. I just don't make plans on Friday nights. And it's something that I look forward to all week. So whatever that looks like for you, it doesn't have to be a Friday night. But if you have a specific evening set aside each week that's for you and that alone quiet time, that's a really good place to start because then you're not setting an expectation on yourself to have to be alone or go on, you know, a week's vacation by yourself. Like we're going to start small here. And it can start with uh, a short evening that you intentionally set aside specifically for yourself. And what that will do is a few things, obviously bring more magic and alone time into your life, but it'll remove FOMO and it'll remove guilt and it'll remove loneliness. Because if you intentionally choose a specific night to be alone, you're not looking at what other people are doing and feeling like you're missing out or feeling like lonely and depressed that you aren't doing those things or that you weren't invited. At least that's how it's worked for me. When I intentionally choose, okay, Friday nights are my nights alone, no plans. And I see other people on social media out doing fun things. I don't have that gut sinking feeling. I'm not feeling depressed or lonely that I'm not there because this was my decision. This was my choice to dedicate, delicate, dedicate, (laughs) dedicate this night to just being completely by myself. So that would be like square one of where I would start is selecting that night each week. Um, and then you can have fun alone time activities. You can plan things out. I think sometimes it's easier if you do have an animal, (laughs) have a dog, um, because I can, you know, take the dogs to the beach and have fun with them different parks and such, but there are moments where I'll go and explore a boardwalk or a new park or go thrifting by myself. And that is like, people ask me to go thrifting with them. I was like, it's not really like a partner thing. Like it's kind of something that I just go and 
do by myself because I can kind of just like mentally zone out and have that fun quality time with myself. So what activities can you plan that you enjoy that would be fun quality time with just you? The other piece of that is having some sort of hobby that's not attached to any one person or thing. Um, Maybe it's yoga, learning how to play the piano, or simply just being active at the gym. That can be a hobby in and of itself. Um, Frisbee golf, going on a bike ride, things like that that you do in your free time that is solely dedicated to you. Rollerblading, I don't know. Um, Different coffee shop hopping can be a hobby. Uh, Vlogging, blogging, social media content creation, that kind of stuff is where I thrive. Um, So what kind of hobby can you pick up that is solely for you and kind of brings out that independent alone magic? Okay, so say I'm playing devil's advocate here and you're somebody who's like, I actually really don't like being alone. I get depressed. I get lonely. Um, My question to you is, what are you doing while you're alone? What are you filling that alone time space with? Is it things that inspire you? Is it things that move you forward? Is it self-exploration? Is it self-discovery? Is it fun things that you fill your alone time with? Things that, you know, bring light and love to your life? Or are you binging? Are you doing things like scrolling? Scrolling through social media, scrolling through TikTok, watching Netflix, doing things that are more mind-numbing and less fulfilling, that's when you don't like to be alone. And I think that's a huge problem within society is like all these people are depressed and lonely because they're doing activities that make them even more depressed and lonely. They're watching people live this better, quote, better life on social media. They're watching stories and they're feeling like they're missing out because that time that they do have alone is either feeling jealous and comparing their life to other people, scrolling, mind-numbing activities, or just binge-watching and eating food. So I encourage you to really look at your alone time that you dedicate to yourself and decipher what are you doing with that time? Is it advantageous? Is it self-serving? Or is it detrimental to your health and well-being? The mindset piece within how to be alone is really important because it's really easy to be alone and be sad and lonely and wish you had a boyfriend, wish you had a husband, wish you were with somebody, wish you were out doing fun things. It's really easy to feel the angst and the loneliness and the depression, Um, but the hard part is getting your mind right to be on the other side of that magic. It's a shift. It's definitely a shift that's hard to explain, but just the first piece of being aware that that shift can happen and being aware that your mentality is up to you. You do have control of your thoughts. It's just a matter of starting to realize them, starting to acknowledge them. I'll have these thoughts around watching stories and like, oh, like I wish I was out at the hockey game or like, why wasn't I invited to this? And I stopped myself intentionally. I always talk about when I shifted my mindset from being a total pessimist, from having one bad thing happen in my day and having my day ruined, when I switched from being that person to being the optimist that I am now, I first had to 
stop those thoughts and say, no, I choose not to think that thought and I choose to think this instead. And after a duration of time of stopping negative thoughts and rewiring them, reframing them to a positive thought, it was like I was training my mind to think positively. And the, the problem with our society today is not a lot of us have control over our minds. Our minds control us. So being aware of the fact that you can actually control your mind, you can actually alter your thoughts, and you are in control, you can then start to shift this energy you have around being alone. For those of you who are in a prolonged single season, this is where the fear and the anxiety kind of creeps up where you're like, okay, like I am 28, I am 35, I am 40, and I'm still single. And it's scary to think about, like, am I going to find that person? We start having doubts, we start having these fears. It's important to rein it in, again, control that mindset, figure out better thoughts, and filling your time with magic moments, magic alone time, having those routines and those habits. But in these single seasons, especially in your prolonged season, single season, you have the opportunity to develop this confidence that most people aren't going to ever develop. When you are in a relationship for life, when you're going from relationship to relationship or you're in long-term relationships, you don't have the same opportunities that single people have. That's just a fact. You don't have the same opportunities. You can open up little snippets of opportunities within your relationship that will provide the same results as being single, but I just want to get the point across that this is actually a huge gift, being single. You actually have a huge advantage, and this is going to serve your future relationship because you're developing a sense of confidence that a lot of people won't have. This confidence of being capable of going places by yourself, being capable of being alone, being capable of being totally dependent. And I know that not all of us have the personality type to want to live that way or to thrive living that way, but we can all make adjustments to find magic in that lifestyle. And I think that once we do that, once we fully embrace it and we're learning the benefits of it, that's when that person will come along or that dream guy will be attracted to you because you have been doing so much work in this single season to make yourself the best version of you. So when you think, how do I be alone? The focus needs to be on how do I become my best self? How do I grow? How do I stretch? How do I become even better? And sometimes you'll go through phases where it's like, okay, I want to be my dream guy's dream girl. And that is totally fine to have that be your motivation, to have the motivation of I want to make myself the best that I can be for whoever my future husband is. I go through seasons like that, but I also go through like this current season that I'm in now where I could care less. Like I am not seeking and searching and looking for somebody right now. All I'm focused on is my career, is my content creation, is getting myself into complete and total alignment to just be the dream version of myself for me. So when you're in these long single seasons, you have that opportunity to give yourself that gift, to provide yourself with this confidence that a lot of people will never have, this confidence in being alone, this confidence in being fully dependent upon yourself. 
and thrive doing it. It's a process, but you will thrive doing it if your intention is there. If you establish those daily habits, if you establish those magic moments and that intentional alone time with yourself, and then you work with that mindset of, I'm alone because I choose to be. I'm alone because this is the season that I'm supposed to be in. I'm alone because I am meant to grow, stretch, impact, build this confidence and do things differently than most people. And it's choosing to believe that. I had this shift actually pretty recently with my coach where he straight up told me, he was like, Cody, you do realize that you're single because you choose to be right. And I was like, no, I'm not. Like, I'd much prefer to have a husband. And he was like, you don't think that there's one person out there that would love to be with you. And I was like, well, like, I know for sure that there's, you know, I ended the last gray area relationship that I was in because it was a gray area relationship and it just drew out too long. And it was just too little too late at that point. And that individual ended up really wanting to be with me and saying that you are my future wife. And I was like, no, like I can't, I can't do this anymore. And so he made me realize that, yes, I'm single because I choose to be not only because, you know, I had that person on the line, but because if you think about it, there are so many people in this world that would love to be with you. You could, you know, walk outside and find a lonely guy and settle. That would be called settling, just going out and finding anybody to fill that lonely void you could have that opportunity. You could swipe right on literally anybody and go on a hinge, bumble, Tinder date and fill your lonely void with a flesh. But that's not what we're here to do. We're not going to settle with that. You are single right now because you choose to be, because no one out there has lived up to the level of standard that you are looking for. No one out there has provided you with what you deserve. No one out there yet has been compatible with the lifestyle that you want to live. So it was a reframe, regardless of if you truly, deeply believe it to be true, just reframe it. You are single because you choose to be. You are single because you're developing this confidence and this inner security for yourself. I actually was reading this last night. I'm reading... Um, how to think like a monk right now. And I was talking about inner security. And I was thinking about because my real estate mind went to security systems on your home. So if you think about inner security versus outer security, so outer security would be like cameras on the outside of your house. But inner security is like the internal alarm system when someone actually gets into the house. And I think that it's important to obviously have both so you can catch the burglar. But I was, and I'm hoping this makes sense as I speak it, but I was thinking about how that relates to our bodies. And this outer security that we're searching isn't enough because it's not enough to just catch somebody on camera. It's not enough. The cameras on the outside of your house aren't enough to scare the burglar away. Oftentimes they're hidden cameras or the cameras don't actually work, Um, they're fake cameras or they didn't record or maybe they're blurry or whatever. But it's the internal security within the, the home, like when the door beeps when you open it or the alarm system goes off, that is going to protect your valuables, protect your family inside your home. So 
external security that I think of within ourselves would be material items, um, seeking relationships, the external things of this world, validation, posting a photo just to um, get validation, your ego, all of these external things that you seek to try and fill this void when really it's the internal security that you're looking for. And this prolonged single season will give you the opportunity to give yourself that internal security. For myself in this last relationship after um, infidelity in a past relationship, I realized that I didn't have inner security. I felt so insecure. I didn't trust anybody. And I was using that person to validate, to make me feel secure, to make me feel valid and worthy. And I didn't have any inner security, any settlement inside myself to make myself feel okay just as I am within me. So um, insecurity and confidence is a huge piece that you can work on in this prolonged single season and figure out what makes you happy. What makes you truly happy? It's not going to be dependent upon another person. It's not going to be dependent upon money. Exploring and discovering what makes me happy. What do I like to do with my free time? Where where am I feeling most aligned? Explore. This is a really good time to explore. And with that, I actually had Taylor Swift's song playing in my head. You can hear it in the silence. You know that song? And I realized she's really onto something because you can truly hear things in the silence. And the issue is we are always in our conscious mind. We're constantly consumed by social media, by the news, by TV, by the radio. We're thinking and we're brainstorming and we're trying to come up with these masterminds and these game plans and how to be more disciplined and how to achieve our goals and on and on and on and on and on and on. And we're trying to control things all ourselves. The weight's on our shoulder. We think it's completely up to us. We're trying to find that next solution to the problem. And we're never giving ourselves the opportunity to be quiet, to stop. You truly can hear things in silence that you cannot hear when you're living in your conscious mind. You will get divine downloads. You will come up with inspired thoughts. Your subconscious mind will tell you things if you give yourself the opportunity to shut the fuck up. And to be quiet and to hear God's whispers. But we never give ourselves that chance because we're so worried about the future. We're stressed out. We're anxious. We're single. We're looking for the husband. We're thinking it's too late. We're not going to be able to have babies. Trust me, I've been there. I have spiraled. We are spiraling as a society because we're not giving ourselves the opportunity to take a breath, to turn inward, and to listen. To the silence. Listen to what is being spoken to us. Listen to what this season is meant for. And then last little tidbit, because I could probably go on and on and rant and chat about this forever, but document. This is fun. Allow this season to be fun. 
document your singleness, document your thoughts, whether that, whatever that looks like for you. I know that like the examples I use sometimes are just because I'm a content creator. So I like doing the mashup videos for TikTok and Reels and sharing these single moments. Um, but that's not how it looks for everybody. Maybe it's just like having a notebook that's dedicated to the single season. This is my single notebook and these are my single thoughts and this is the discoveries that I'm making as I'm in this single season. Um, sometimes it can be videos or photos or I, things like that that I just feel like are so fun. For instance, I started a trend with myself <laughs> of every time I sit down to eat alone, I record like a two second snippet of me eating alone at a table, completely empty. And I'm going to do a mashup video eventually when I find a husband, when I find a husband, when I find my husband, I think that there's one person out there for everyone, but that's a whole other topic in and of itself. But it's going to be really cool to see all of these moments of my aloneness, of me eating alone and feeling comfortable being alone to having a full table. It'll start with my husband and then it'll be my kids. And I think that it's going to be a really cool documentation of my life, of the singleness, of embracing it. Anyway, those are my thoughts on how to be alone, how to be single, how to embrace this season, using it as self-discovery, as an opportunity to build confidence, as an opportunity to explore yourself, your city, your world, explore different routines and habits and what makes you happy. This is such a cool season. This is such an opportunity for you to take advantage of, but I feel like we're all so stuck in this mindset of I'm not fulfilled until I find someone. I'm not complete until I find someone, and that's just not the case. You have an opportunity here to really establish a foundation for yourself and inner security for yourself that a lot of people don't give themselves the chance to establish. So I encourage you to take advantage of this season, find magic in this season, figure out how to better yourself, how to improve yourself, how to build your confidence and build this life that you want to build for yourself. And holy crap, that is going to attract your dream guy. I've always said, are you your dream guy's dream girl? I have high standards for whoever my future husband is. I have really high standards for him. So I better have high standards for myself too. I better be living up to those standards. I better be living up to the life that I expect my future husband to be living up to as well. So I'm using this season to really turn inward, develop a sense of personal inner alone security within myself and build my confidence and build this career and this business and this life that I want to build without wasting time seeking and searching and looking for somebody else to fill that void.